Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, all of you amazing people who listen to this podcast. Welcome back. This is episode number 217. And today I'm going to share some of my thoughts after Thanksgiving. You can't be skinny forever. What? <laughs> yeah, that was said to me this Thanksgiving. Um, that was just one of many, many things. So here's the thing, guys. Look, I don't want you to think I'm like sitting on some high horse, like, oh, Mr. Nutrition weight loss guy was judging everybody over Thanksgiving. Not at all. Look, I've dedicated the majority of my life to nutrition and losing weight and the psychology around all of it, basically like what's going on behind the scenes, whatever will help someone achieve better physical health, overcome mental obstacles, and just live a better life overall. So observing people's behavior and comments about food and weight loss and their body and my body, yes, people <laughs> say things, offer unsolicited um, comments and advice about my body, and I like to watch what other people are eating, and then they're looking at what I'm eating, and they're saying stuff about what I'm eating, believe it or not. Observing all of that, honestly, it's just really fascinating to me. Other people's behaviors and comments about food and weight loss, and then what they say to me, because they really do, because they kind of know what I do for a living. They just know like, oh, he helps people be healthy, or he's that health guy, or he's that weight loss guy, right? Cousin Corey. <laughs> Uncle Corey, you know, whatever. And so it's really fascinating. I love to observe all that, and it can really be helpful. And again, contrary to what you might or might not think, I don't start preaching about proper nutrition or the bully in your brain. I don't break into coaching people at Thanksgiving or birthday parties or something like that. And I certainly don't hand out unwarranted, unwanted advice and I don't judge either. Hopefully, I don't even have to say that. Like, you've been listening to this podcast enough, you would know I'm not going to sit and stare down my nose at people who are enjoying food at a holiday. No, that's not what I do. Matter of fact, I try to stay out of those conversations entirely. I just stay quiet and let other people discuss. I try to kind of sink into the background like a, you know, a detective, just kind of taking mental notes. And I say very little, honestly. And it's also that I can better understand people's mindset and perspectives around food and weight loss so that I can better help people <laughs> achieve success. So in this episode, I want to share a few of the things that I heard and noticed this Thanksgiving holiday, Thanksgiving of 2022. But first, before I get into that, in case you missed it, I want to share some very exciting news I am giving stuff away. <laughs> the new year is around the corner. Before you know it, it'll be time for New Year's resolutions and trying to lose weight and get in shape. And I want to help you avoid falling for all the snazzy diet marketing that makes empty promises and they're just trying to sell you something. I want to do everything that I can to help you be truly successful like you never have before. So I'm giving away five ridiculously awesome prizes. One person will win a free goodie bag or goodie box of Rise nutrition products, including the ones you've heard me talk about before on this podcast, a bottle of Rise Essential Nutrients, Rise Elite Omega, and Rise Smart Energy. 
three people will also win a one-on-one coaching call with me. I'm sorry, like I said in a previous episode, I tried to get someone cooler, someone better, but everyone was busy, so you're stuck with me. You get a one-on-one coaching call with me, three people, and then one person will win the grand prize, the ultimate prize, a free membership to the Inner Circle Coaching Program, full access to my brand new updated Live Life Lose Fat program, and the free goodie bag of Rise Nutrition products. All of this together is about a $500 value, and you can win it absolutely free. But that's not all. Here's the here's the super bonus that I'm really excited about. Every single person who has entered into this drawing will also receive a special offer, a special invitation to kickstart their weight loss and go after their New Year's resolutions the right way. Whether you win or lose, there are no losers. So so whether you win any of those prizes or not, you will basically get a special 50% off coupon code. You'll have a chance in January to join the inner circle for half off and you'll get the newly updated live life lose fat program too not to mention the twice per week coaching calls and the private coaching group and the rise recipe database and secret podcast recordings that we have in the group that you didn't know anything about and a bunch of other really really incredible really helpful stuff honestly my original plan was to increase the price of my program once the brand new live life lose fat 2.0 was ready but then i thought you know what like there's crazy inflation all over the place and the economy is a little crazy right now and I don't want to be another burden. I I want to help. I want to be on the opposite side of this. So instead of increasing the price, we're going for 50% off. We're doing the opposite. And here's the thing. All you have to do, if you want to enter this giveaway and get the special 50% off invitation, all you have to do is rate and review this podcast. And then, this is very important, send an email to support at corylittlecoaching.com. I'll include that email in the show notes so you can check it out there. And then be sure, so you need to be sure with that within that email to let us know your real name and the username you posted a review under. Because I know most people's usernames are a little different. They can get a little bit creative. So just say, hey, it's me. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm Stealth Mode 2712 or whatever. Uh, you know, let us know that in the email. It's me. My name's Judy Smith or Scott Jones or whatever. And here's my username and here's what I posted under. Now, if you've already posted a review, And you're like, Corey, this is great, but I feel like I'm getting the shaft because I already posted a review. I love you and you're amazing. Here's all I'm asking you. If you listen on a different platform or you've already posted another review, so when I say a different platform, let me clarify. I mean a platform that won't allow you to post reviews. (laughs) So if you don't listen on Apple, there may be other platforms that allow you to post reviews, but I don't know. I can't remember. So I just know Apple will definitely allow you to post. If you listen on a different platform or you've already posted a review, you can still enter. All you need to do is share an episode on social media, preferably Instagram or Facebook, and then be sure to tag me in it and send an email to support at corylittlecoaching.com, the same email I mentioned earlier, and we will get you all set up. So here's the thing, gang. If you want to lose weight, it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. I would break into singing, but you would never listen to the podcast again. Look, I'm trying to make it the most wonderful time of the year. I'm trying to take off some of the economy stress. This is going to be freaking awesome, and I'm freaking excited about it, and I hope you get excited too. The deadline for entry will either be January, I originally mentioned January 12th, and we might stick with that, January 12th of 2023, or it might be January 1st. So look, don't waste time. It's it's early December, I think, when this episode's coming out, so just go ahead and take action now, okay? Because action takers... They get the stuff they want in life. Go ahead and take action. Don't waste time. Now, 
Let's get into my thoughts after Thanksgiving, the things that I heard and noticed and a few big takeaways that might be really helpful for you. So let's go. I got four of these, okay? Four big ones. Number one, big thought after Thanksgiving, number one, people eat really fast, (laughs) whether they realize it or not. And typically, the less nutritious, the more processed or sugary or salty the food, the faster people eat. And if you add in, for some people, the stress and for other people, the celebration, depending on who you ask, of the holidays, if you add in that, we've got a recipe for scarfing down food like at Mach 5. So if you want to lose weight or even just minimize weight gain during the holidays, eating speed, how fast you eat, can have a major impact. It is really, really important. And research backs this up. Here are just a few statistics and facts about eating speed. Number one, the faster we eat, the more calories we consume. And these aren't things I'm just like guessing about. Again, this is all from research and science. The faster we eat, the more calories we consume. Number two, eating faster is directly linked to obesity and abdominal fat. Fast eaters are three times more likely to be overweight. Not not two times three times more likely to be overweight. Eating fast is a strong risk factor for type 2 diabetes. And then, as I mentioned earlier, sugar, processed foods, and dense, like fried foods, are more likely to be eaten fast. So the very things we should eat less of, when we start eating them, we actually speed up and wind up probably eating more. And then, uh uh-oh, men, all you men out there who are listening, pay attention. Men tend to be faster eaters than women. So don't, now, ladies, you're not off the hook. It can certainly happen with men or women, but based off research, men tend to be faster eaters than women. So guys, this is something to definitely pay attention to. Now, if we go to the other end of the spectrum, on the other hand, eating slower inhibits the development of obesity and can positively impact waist circumference. Very nice. And the slowest eaters, people who are just really like turtle slow, (laughs) who probably drive you nuts, They have the lowest risk of becoming obese. Slow eating alone, just that, just slowing down your eating speed may lead to weight loss, even if you don't try to change anything else you eat. Now, please understand, I don't sit and watch people eat. I'm not staring at them with a stopwatch going, oh, you're a fast eater, you're doomed. Oh, no, you're a little slower, maybe you're better. No, 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 that's not what I'm doing. But when someone sits down with a full plate and they're finished before I've even made a dent on my plate of food, Well, that's pretty fast. It doesn't take a genius to figure it out. And it makes me wonder, do they always eat this fast? Are they just super hungry? Did they even enjoy that? And that's a big part of the problem. If you don't savor it and enjoy your food, then you'll inevitably want more because you ate so fast that you didn't actually taste it in the, the first time, like you didn't taste it in the first place. That delicious food flew by your tongue and slid down your throat at Mach 5, and now your stomach is wondering what the bleep just happened and why it happened so fast. You're headed back for more, and your digestive system is like, oh, dear Lord, please, no, look, I've got more than I can handle right now, and your stomach just keeps pushing the brain button. Brain, brain, tell the brain, hey, hey, you're full, you're full. But it truly does, as you've probably heard before, take like 20 to 30 minutes before you'll realize that you're full. It takes your stomach through your nervous system, about 20 to 30 minutes to let you know, to get to your brain and let you know, hey, there's a lot going on down here. I'm pretty full. So it's this big recipe for disaster and a recipe for feeling miserable. And we all know that feeling, right? It's like, ooh, I don't feel that full. I think I'd like to have a little more. That was really good. When in reality, if you ate it really fast, you probably didn't even taste it that much. 
And so you go back and get more. And then, man, 45 minutes, an hour later, you feel terrible. It's a recipe for disaster, like I said. In my coaching group, we use all kinds of simple strategies to help with fast eating and to really work to be more mindful when we're eating and slow our eating down. But I just want to give you guys a few simple things right here, right now that you can do that could be really helpful if you actually do them. As I mentioned earlier, action takers are the people that get results and get what they want. So here are three quick things. Number one, minimize distractions and eat slower. Maybe literally set a timer and do not allow yourself to finish for 20 minutes. That may be a great start. Number two, another suggestion, regardless of how fast you finish, don't go back for seconds or dessert until 30 minutes has passed. Give your, <laughs> that may sound like torture for some of you, but give your body and your brain at least 30 minutes. And if you're not miserably full, well then go ahead and go back. A third option, a third suggestion, put your utensil, your fork or your knife or spoon or whatever, put it down between bites. And when you do ask yourself mentally, am I enjoying this? Or am I just scarfing it down? Just that act of putting your utensil down will trigger you to ask that question. And then it gives you a chance to really evaluate. So maybe just put your utensil down in between bites. All of these may seem really simple, but trust me, they can be incredibly helpful. So I hope you'll take me up on them and give it a try. Maybe just in regular everyday life, but definitely at your next holiday. Okay, next up, the second thought, the second thing I observed over Thanksgiving is that People are convinced that they're defeated unicorns. What? <laughs> some of you, if you've been listening to this podcast, have maybe heard me talk about unicorns before. And some of the people in my coaching group, if they're listening right now, they're like, oh boy, here we go. So this is, uh, this is something that can almost come across a little, I don't want to say offensive, but it can kind of step on people's toes a bit. So I pre-apologize and full disclosure, I am 100% guilty of the unicorn uh, belief and mindset in certain areas of my life. And I've talked about this before in the coaching group. Like I am not immune to this. And that's one of the reasons I can see it with other people when it comes to weight loss is because I've been guilty in other areas of my life, in other areas of my life outside of weight loss. But it's basically this idea that like I'm different and it doesn't matter what I do. Now, to, to explain this, I'm going to give you not one, not two, not three, but four actual quotes from this Thanksgiving. Four things that I heard different people say over this Thanksgiving. I personally heard these things. And then I'm going to kind of unpack it a little bit and tell you what's behind it. So the first thing is something I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode. Someone literally looked at me as I picked up my plate to get my food. At my family's Thanksgiving celebration, they looked at me and kind of smirked and laughed and said, go ahead, you can't stay skinny forever. <laughs> the translation here is, you're going to get fat. Everyone does. It happens to all of us. There's no sense in fighting it. Just go ahead. Just go ahead. Defeat it. Defeat it. So this person who was saying this, they maybe they meant it humorously. That's okay. It's cool. Whatever. I just smiled and laughed and enjoyed the crap out of my food, but maybe it was meant humorously, but the underlying belief or thought here is eventually we all get fat. Eventually we all gain weight and it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you fight it. You can't stay skinny forever. Just go ahead. That is a defeated unicorn thought, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Let's move to another one. 
I heard someone else say, oh my gosh, I can smell food and gain weight. The, the underlying thought here, if we unpack this a little deeper, is I've given up. It doesn't matter what I try. I can't lose weight. I mean, think about that statement. I can smell food and gain weight. Not only does it make zero sense, it's just it's just a basically a way of communicating it's impossible for me to gain weight. Or excuse me, it's impossible for me to lose weight. And it's almost impossible to not gain weight. This person has just thrown in the towel. Or maybe they really don't want to lose weight, but they just think it's what they should say because everyone else is talking about it at that moment. If you're physically healthy, look, let me just give you a few hopefully kind of like wise words right here. If you're physically healthy and you're relatively happy with your body or at least not terribly unhappy, then let it go, man. Just live and enjoy and maintain. Like, that's great. That's wonderful. Now, if you're not relatively happy with your body or you're not physically healthy and you have maybe said or thought, oh my gosh, I can smell food and gain weight, then you maybe need to realize that you have taken on this defeated unicorn <laughs> mindset. You've given up and you believe deep down it doesn't matter what you try, you can't lose weight. Now just hang with me. I'm going to bring it all together, okay? The next statement I heard someone make was, you know, things just change for women after they turn 40. Thankfully, it was a woman who said this <laughs> because if a man said it, I don't think it would be received quite as well. But I heard a lady say, things just change for women after they turn 40. If we unpack this, what's behind it is I'm powerless. My body has changed and I can't do anything about it. It's out of my hands. Very similar to the previous statement. I've given up. It doesn't matter what I try. I'm powerless. This one's just slightly different because it's saying, you know, before 40, maybe I could lose a little bit of weight. Maybe I had a fighting chance. But now my body's changed and it's out of my hands. Here's what I want you to understand. Here's what I want to communicate to you is, even if your body has changed, so what? <laughs> Acknowledge it. That's fine. Then it's time to move on to plot and plan and take action. And you may say, well, Corey, you don't understand. You're not a woman. You're right. I'm not a woman, but I can tell you this. I'm 44 years old and my body has certainly changed. <laughs> I'm not the same at 44 as I was. Heck, as I was at 38 or 39, much less 34 or 24 but the bottom line point is that it doesn't help us to feel powerless. It gives us temporary relief in the moment, but it doesn't help us progress forward toward the life and the goals and the body and the health that we really want. We can acknowledge it. That's fine. Man, things are kind of different after 40. That's okay. That's okay. But don't sit there and sulk in it and take a, and have a pity party. Acknowledge it and then move forward. Things are different. So you know what? I'm going to have to be a little different. I'm going to have to approach this differently. Boom. Now you're, instead of feeling powerless, you're empowered. You're empowered. Okay, now next up, the fourth uh, and final statement uh, of this defeated unicorn mindset. I heard a gentleman say, if you follow me around all day, you'd wonder how in the world I'm so dang fat. <laughs> That's his words, not mine. And it was interesting as I just, again, kind of listened to him talk because he kind of had a, it, as much as this is kind of a defeated unicorn statement of man, like how in the world am I in his words, how in the world am I so dang fat when I basically don't eat anything all day long? 
once he began to explain his day, he really kind of understood the underlying issue. This is the classic don't any don't eat anything all day long and then destroy the kitchen at night. And some of you may be kind of smiling or laughing because you're like, Oh yeah, that I think that might be me. And and it's kind of it runs like this, right? We get up, we have some coffee, which or, or some form of caffeine to get us going. Caffeine also happens to be an appetite suppressant, so your appetite's down. There's not much food, hardly any food. Maybe you grab a granola bar on the way out the door and that's it. And then you're busy, 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 distracted. Got to get stuff done. Go, go, go. And you feel like you're martyring yourself all day for work and family. And then the last four or five hours of your day comes and you haven't hardly eaten anything and watch out. You might even start with some pre-dinner snacking and then a big dinner because for goodness sakes, you're hungry as crap. And then even though you just ate, you can't stop eating. You finally have some time for you. So you're going to eat and snack and watch your favorite TV shows and eat and snack and watch some TV. And did I mention eating and snacking? And guess what? You're not snacking on vegetables and grilled chicken. No, no, ma'am. No, sir. Those late night snacks typically consist of carbs and fat. And as I've mentioned before, I might have even been the last episode. Carbs plus fat equals not so fast when it comes to achieving your weight loss goals. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter which of the scenarios or situations that I just mentioned from if you followed me around all day, you'd wonder why I'm so dang fat to things just change for women after 40 or you can't stay skinny forever. Or I can smell food and gain weight. It doesn't matter which of those scenarios or situations. They all have the same basic underlying belief or concept, and that is this. Something beyond my control makes losing weight really difficult or almost impossible for me. The regular things won't work for me. I'm different. I'm a unicorn. And I'm already defeated. So why should I even try? And my friends, that's it. That's a wrap. Game over. You will not lose weight. If you have that mindset, if you have those beliefs and thoughts floating around in your head, you're kind of doomed when it comes to... I'm not saying you're doomed forever, but as long as those are floating around in your head, man, the deck is stacked against you. A person with these preset mental views will never achieve the success they want with their body. I don't like speaking in absolutes. Let me change that. They will have a very, very hard time losing weight and achieving that success. I mean, why take action? Because no action will make a difference. They've sabotaged themselves before they could even get started. It's sad and it's frustrating. So don't be one of those people. (laughs) I can't promise that you will achieve the body of your dreams and be on the cover of a fitness magazine. But I can promise that regardless of where you are in your 40s or 50s or, you know, what, no matter how much you smell food and you think you're gaining weight, whatever, I can promise that you have the ability to make progress. There's a 99.9% chance you are not a unicorn. You can do it. And it all starts with letting go of the defeated unicorn mindset. Okay. Next up. Next up. Thought number three after Thanksgiving. A lot of people are ashamed of their bodies and or what they eat. I shouldn't be eating this. Or... Oh my, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. You might have said those things. You may have heard other people say those things. And they're both ways 
If you pull back and really think of it, which we really don't do this, but if you pull back and think of it, they're both ways of announcing that you feel shameful about what you're eating. It's basically like saying, look, yes, I know I'm overweight. I know I shouldn't be eating this. I don't deserve it. And that's what I'm announcing. That's why I'm announcing. That's why these things are bubbling up from my subconscious and coming out of my mouth. I feel like I need to justify eating fattening foods when I'm already fat because I'm so dang self-conscious and I don't like my body, but I also really want to eat this. I mean, look, everyone else is eating it. and I really want it. So I just want you all to understand. Hello. Hello, everyone. Pay attention. Please understand. Let's have an understanding. I'm going to eat this even though I shouldn't. And you won't look at me weird or think bad of me. Can we just have that understanding? Man, we just let these things fly out of our mouth, right? And we don't even think, of, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. Have you ever thought like all of that is behind it? And maybe you're like, no, Corey, it's really not. No, well, then why are we saying I shouldn't be eating this? <laughs> what is behind it? Ask yourself that question. You, maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Maybe I'm completely out in left field. If you say or think I shouldn't be eating this, or, oh my, I'm starting my diet on Monday. Oh, I got to start fresh on Monday. If you say or think those things in those moments when you're eating Thanksgiving food or uh, some other food that you should be enjoying, then you unpack it and figure out what's behind it. I think it has a lot to do with shame around our bodies. Now, the other underlying element here is the, sadly, sometimes universal thought or belief that we don't deserve good things. We don't deserve to eat delicious food. We don't deserve to enjoy our food. It's like we're heck bent on punishing ourselves, and we've conditioned ourselves to feel guilty whenever we experience pleasure. I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't sleep in. I shouldn't allow myself to rest. I shouldn't, whatever, fill in the blank with anything that you take pleasure in. And then on the flip side, I should be dieting. I should be working out. I should eat less. I should be getting something done. I should be cleaning the house. I should be running errands. I should be responding to emails. We should and shouldn't ourselves to death. And I believe so much of it comes from a place of shame and feeling unworthy. We're ashamed of our bodies and feel unworthy and undeserving of enjoying food or pleasure or life in general. Now, I'd love to give you a nice, simple three-step process to deal with this, but that's just not how it works. It's all about repairing and improving your relationship with yourself, and it takes a little time. It's a big part of what we do inside the coaching group, but it's just a little too in-depth for a 20-minute podcast episode. So I just hope that now you'll have, at least you'll have awareness of it and begin seeing the shoulds and shouldn'ts more Begin seeing those when they crop up in your head or in your language so that you can catch yourself because that can be an essential first step to helping you escape this negative shame spiral that happens with so many of us. Next up, Thanksgiving thought number four. People's bullies, the bully in your brain, people's bullies are strong and they keep them stuck in all or nothing way more than they realize. The last point, the previous point, exemplifies this. And I see it all the time with people who join the inner circle, and I see it at Thanksgiving and other holidays. I see it all the time. And at the core is this totally false idea that you can totally screw your body up with one meal or one day. And packaged into that thought is 
okay, if I can screw it up in, with one meal or one day, then I should be able to totally fix my body with one meal or one day or one week. And you may think, no, I, I don't know. I know that's not the case. Look, no, 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 no. Just hang with me. It gets packaged in there and we believe it before we realize it. And here's the thing. It's not one day. It's not one meal. It's not even one week. We are the product of a million different decisions over the course of weeks and weeks and months and months and ultimately years. I was talking with a young man recently. He had just lost 80 pounds going from 350 to 270. And I asked him about getting up to 350 in the first place. And he said, you know, it just kind of snuck up on me. (laughs) My friends, it's not one day or one week. Things sneak up on us. Not only the bad stuff, not only the stuff we don't want, like sneaking up to 350, but the stuff we do want, it sneaks up on us as well. It's weeks and weeks and months and months of habits that we've built into our day, into our life. But if your bully can get you to believe that one meal or one day can totally screw up, totally screw you up, then they, the bully, steals your enjoyment of the moment, steals your joy of food, and maybe worst of all, they implant this thought process that also slyly convinces you of the opposite, that you should get results in one day or one week. And then when you don't, your bully jumps in, discourages you, and convinces you that it's not going to work, and you might as well quit. It's like, I worked out Monday, I didn't eat any of those brownies that my neighbor brought over on Monday afternoon and I ate a salad for lunch on Tuesday. And so when I weigh on Wednesday morning, I better have lost at least four or five pounds. And when I check myself out in the mirror, my belly better look smaller. And then when it doesn't work out that way, we just get frustrated and flustered and discouraged and we quit. And it further ingrains this faulty mindset in the miserable self-defeating all or nothing diet cycle that never delivers results or true enjoyment of life. So please, if you take nothing else away from this episode, just know that it's not one. It's not one day or one meal that leads to massive weight gain or life-changing weight loss. We are a product of our habits. It's not one. It's the habits you build. It's what you consistently do on a daily, weekly, and yes, yearly basis. The not-so-good stuff sneaks up on you, and the really awesome stuff will sneak up on you as well. That's all I have for you today, my friends. But before I sign off, please don't you dare forget, my goodness, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe. If you don't subscribe, then you're at the mercy of your podcast platform, and you may or may not be notified when the next episode of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast comes out. So please be sure to subscribe if you don't already, and My goodness, subscribing is important, but what may be just as important or more important, look, if you're ready to stop being a defeated unicorn and you're ready to escape the broken, all-or-nothing, soul-sucking diet cycle, or if you just like free stuff, then right now, go post a review or share this episode on social media. Then shoot an email to support at corylittlecoaching.com. You can find that email address in the show notes. Let us know who you are, and you will be entered to win one of the five incredibly awesome prizes and get a special 50% off Inner Circle invitation in January. Okay? Go do it right now. Go. All right, gang. That's it. 
Please never forget there's so much more to you than a number, so don't let the scales dictate your emotions or dominate your headspace or determine your whole day. No, 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 no. There's so much more to you than that. You're freaking incredible. You're amazing. You're loved, and you're talented and so worthy of pleasure and enjoyment of food and life. That's who you are, okay? So screw those scales. Don't let them get up in your head. And please remember that losing weight is it's amazing. And I help I love to help people. I help people. I do help people. I like to think I do. I love to help people lose weight. But losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life that you really want to. And I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, even if the bully in your brain is strong, that's okay. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Okay? Take care, guys. God bless. Bye-bye.